The 630 Chad Afternoon News with Jaylen Nye and Andrew Gross. Weekdays at 2 on 630 Chad. You're listening to the 630 Chad Afternoon News with Jaylen Nye and Andrew Gross on 630 Chad, Edmonton's breaking news and conversation station. Too fast. We're on our second half hour with Roland Van Muir's travel expert from AMA Travel. Jason wants to talk to us. Oh, let me just try that. Yeah, you'll need a headset there. There you go, Roland. Hey, uh, Jason, what's up? Hi. I um, I was listening to what you said about uh, getting the smallest car when you're riding a car or the smallest car as possible. Yep. Yeah, and I agree with that. In fact, I had just wanted to share the experience that I had. I almost get an up. I always get an upgrade when I uh, when I when I go rent a car, but. Uh, this last one was really nice because when we uh, went to Florida, of course, we got the smallest car again. We went there for a cruise, but we were there for a few days. And and when I got there to the uh, to, to the uh, what do you call this? Yeah, the rental place. I immediately looked at the most expensive car that was sitting there, and it was a nice shiny Cadillac CTX. And and uh, I, I just kidded the uh, made a joke to the sales guy and said, "Hey, how about you just give me that one instead of the little car?" And he says, no, 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 there's no way you're getting that one for what, you, what you're reserved for. And uh, they gave me two sizes up from what I got. And I say, okay, it's still an upgrade. It's okay. <laughs> but then the, uh, the charger will not work. I could not uh, plug in my GPS, which I needed to navigate around uh, Fort Lauderdale. So they gave me another car that was maybe a couple steps higher. And uh, it still wouldn't work. And he says, uh, you know what, we're out of options. I guess we're going to have to give it a Cadillac. <laughs> <laughs> and that's what I got at the end. I got the highest, most expensive car in the lot. Those Perfect. Are, yeah, those are always great news stories. But we were talking on break, talking about the times that I rent a small car and I'm six foot two and I get to it and I can't even fit in it. <laughs> and you so, get the yeah. small car. Yeah. I get the small car. <laughs> you have to do some backpedaling rolling. <laughs> small. I meant next to small. Jason, thanks for the call. Thanks for listening. Thank you. Uh, so I wanted to talk about uh, discount airlines for a second. So, and I get them confused, honestly, Roland, but I know you know them. So WestJet's new discount airline is Swoop. Swoop, and Air Canada's is no, they they don't. Well, they have Rouge. Yeah, they have Rouge, right? Yeah. No, but uh, there's a there's the other one, Flair. 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 They operate right, independently, Flair. right? Yeah. Yeah. Okay, so I know you don't speak on behalf of the airlines, but you certainly deal with the airlines. So. Uh, when was it Swoop? Is that the WestJet one? Yep, that's okay. Right. Boy, that name has not stuck with me. <laughs> uh, so Swoop took over a lot of WestJet's Las Vegas routes, and people did not like it. And mm-hmm. uh, there was some pushback to it. And I know Vegas uh, or that WestJet announced that they would be reinstating some of their routes. So, uh, I mean, what do you make of what's going on with the with the landscape of discount airlines? Are we being forced to take discount airlines because of the routes? Absolutely not. No, I think I think at the end of the day, people have a choice on how, on what airline they want to fly. And and I think for the most part is that whenever you're deciding to, to purchase an airline ticket, you have to purchase it based on the needs that you want. So, um, for example, or, or what you were saying about with Swoop, the big thing with that is... is a lot of the discount carriers that are coming from the mainstream, like your Swoops and your Rouge, what it is, it's sort of targeting those markets where you see some of the charter flights that are going and, and that sort of thing, and that's sort of what the replacement is going to be. And the reason why they, they put those in is they want to offer something that's discounted and affordable, um, but still offers a lot of the perks maybe that your mainstream, like in Air Canada, does offer as well. In the same breath, what it does is it also allows them to take some of their newer aircraft and then from, say, mainstream Air 
Air Canada, they're then able to open up new routes to other destinations, mm. right? So where you tend to see uh, some of the discount carriers that are coming through, they're, they're starting to do those small little target markets just to sort of see what that market is like. So even if it is just a, you know, a flight to Kelowna or even into Las Vegas, you think about it, uh, five years ago, we'd have three flights a day direct, you know, going to Las Vegas, yeah. you know, when the, when the demand was there. So it, they, they want to be able to offer something at a, at a discounted rate. Um, but I always say at the end of the day, I'm not sure how much this, it is discounted because it gets me my seat on there, but I may have to pay for a carry-on bag or I may un- have to pay for um, a check piece of luggage. I'll have to pay for my seat selection. So by you the might have to fly the plane too. Yeah, right? That's right. Exactly. <laughs> Roland, obviously everybody want, wants to save money by taking these, you know, the swoops and the flares, but does it also help out those on, you know, lower income that they may think, you know what, I'm saving a hundred bucks here or 200 bucks, people that couldn't afford an Air Canada flight at an inconvenient time or whatever it may be. Do you, do you see that? Yeah, we're, we're seeing some of that. Um, we're also seeing, um, maybe destinations where, um, where, where, where where people are needing to travel to, and it's sort of offered as an alternative. And a, an example I'll use that is, say, something like Abbotsford, right? So you'll have Abbotsford, and then you'll have Vancouver. Well, when you look at the distance between those two cities and the different areas that it services, if people are needing to go into the Abbotsford area and they have an alternative area to, or airline to get through and not have to go to Vancouver and then have to make a commute out towards that, you know, out towards the Abbotsford area or other um, areas around Abbotsford, it's a great alternative. And I know some of the uh, the swoop flights that have been there, you've seen them for like 50 bucks, 60 bucks mm-hmm. return. So for that person who's maybe just has family in the area that's taken off just for the weekend, why not? I think Hamilton's another good example. Yeah, absolutely. You know, well, I was uh, going to bring that up because, I mean, that was WestJet's hub when they first started. And a lot of people are like, oh, I don't want to fly to Hamilton. But depending on where you're going, that's mm-hmm. actually quite convenient. Oh, yeah. 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 Well, and the thing is, we don't know, you know, we can complain about traffic in our cities and stuff like that. <laughs> but you get to some of those other areas. And, and if you can avoid the 401 by Toronto by heading over to Hamilton, because maybe your destination's halfway in between, it's it's great. Well, it's perfect for our sports guys, our football guys. Mm-hmm. They have to go to Hamilton mm-hmm. once or twice a year. And typically, they have to fly into Toronto, go rent their car, hit the 401 and drive to Hamilton. Yeah. But now if the timing works out, one of those discounted airlines could be a much better option. Mm-hmm. For sure. Yeah. I want to talk to you too about, because we're coming up on the time, if we're not already there, where people are booking their January, February, March, spring break yeah, type trips. Yeah, yeah okay. Um, and there's something that I've sort of tripped across, and I've always kind of wanted to get an, an explanation for it. So typically when I book a package, uh, whether it be for, through AMA or Expedia or whoever, um, you know, you pick the type of room you want, the flights you want, it's, it's all there. But I've learned, and, I, and I'd love for you to talk about this, I've learned that uh, Transat and Sunwing and all these uh, charter companies, they're booking blocks. So while you're making requests to them as to what you'd like for rooms, like I want two rooms next to each other, I want a view of this or whatever, they're not actually specifically blocking the rooms with the hotel until, what, a week, two weeks between out. Between seven and ten days. 
they'll start assigning room numbers. Okay, so yeah. is that what you give up then when you take a package like that, your ability to communicate directly with the hotel about what your desires are? Yeah, once once the name, actually the, the seven to ten days prior to is usually when the hotel gets the name list of, of who's coming in. So when the tour companies block a, a, a block of rooms, they're not actually blocking a number, like the actual room number. They're blocking a category, whether it's a superior ocean view, oceanfront room, or whatever. They're blocking X number of rooms in that category. That the room assignment isn't probably assigned until maybe the day before or or the day of because not everybody is checking out on the same day. You're going to have people that are arriving from all sorts of different countries, so um, room availability may not necessarily. If you're looking for a specific room number, it may not necessarily be there. But that seven to ten days ahead of time, once the name the names are released to the hotels, you have the option of contacting the hotel directly to see if they can accommodate the request. But again, because like I said, the the not everybody's checking in on this, checking in and checking out on the same days. If there are no two rooms that have come available that happen to be right next to each other, they may not be able to accommodate it. Always subject to availability. Absolutely. So is that the kind of thing where uh, the customer should phone or contact the hotel direct, or if they've booked through a travel agent like yourself, is that something you can accommodate? Yeah, we can absolutely do those kind of things. And what we even do is there's a, a certain spot on all our bookings where we can send the request directly to the hotel. So if it is a higher floor, king bed, two double beds, you know, smoking, not smoking, whatever it happens to be, we put those things on the on the file and that is forwarded to the hotel but real 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 specific recommendations or specifications that people are looking for then i recommend to contact the hotel directly in that seven to ten day that, time frame. yeah that would include and i know they get these re- recommendations or requests they somebody goes on a trip once loved the room loved the view and they want that specific room again yep. yeah those ones are a little bit trickier to get for a specific room number but doesn't say it can't happen. Yep, for sure. (laughs) We have to take our last break of this half hour. Then when we come back, our last 15 minutes with Roland Van Muir's. All right, a few uh, last few minutes with uh, Roland Van Muir's travel expert from AMA Travel, So, you know, I always like to give you an opportunity, Roland, if I may, um, to tell me why an experienced traveler like me wants to use a travel agent. It is, you know, and and I get that question a lot. And uh, all I can say is for the 20, what is it now, 28 years that I've been in the industry, it is what we, or what I and as well as the rest of the travel counselors at AMA specialize in. That is their job. That is what they do. And when I listen to my agents in my office sell and the advice they give, and it's not just the advice of, yeah, it's a four-star hotel, it has this many restaurants, because we can all read that, right? It is all those little extras, and it's it's making sure that the people are are, are covered on their trip before they go, while they're there, and on the way back. And the amount, so we have even like a, a crisis team that works for AMA. So what happens is if an earthquake happens, if, you know, any type of natural disaster, whatever it happens to be, we pull lists of all our people that are in destinations. We contact all their emergency contact people. So not only is it is it uh, is it the advice of your of your trip and how it's going to go, but it's making sure that you're secure before you go, while you're there, and all the way to the point when you get back home. And we're there for you, whether it is by human, whether it's over the phone, whether it's um, on the website. It's it's all one in in our case from AMA, and that's just what we do. 
Are you seeing any new trends right now as we get close to holiday season? Andrew mentioned, you know, like, should you be booking your trip now? But with you folks, are you seeing any new destinations pop up or something maybe that used to be popular and kind of went stagnant and is coming back? Yeah, we've seen a real increase. Uh, South Pacific is really starting to move up again. So Australia, for sure. New Zealand has really been on the incline. I think well, a lot of it has to do with the ease of getting there, too. So two of the flights... Well, talk about that. How much uh, budget that for me, New Zealand? New Zealand? Well, the thing is your your, um, your, your airfares usually aren't even that bad, right? It's, it's once you get there, of course, the costs are are, are higher there when you're there because of course importation of a lot of the stuff is is happening uh, for somewhere like New Zealand um, and costs generally speaking are a little bit higher but the ease of access to those destinations is big so for example Air Canada Vancouver is running Vancouver Sydney Vancouver Brisbane and Vancouver Melbourne um, and now with Air Canada, even though the Edmonton market, having a direct flight to San Francisco now, um, I was just on that flight last week on a Wednesday and a Sunday, and the flight's jam-packed full. Hmm. Everybody who's, uh, because it's a, a later afternoon departure, you're arriving into San Francisco late, and all the South Pacific flights usually leave 10, 11 o'clock at night. So it's a great connection, as well as coming back home, South Pacific flights are usually uh, arriving in 7, 8 o'clock in the morning, and the flight leaves at noon coming home. So it's it's easier access points to be able to make those further destinations. Asia, of course, still continues to be uh, very strong. And you look at a, at a hub like Vancouver or even San Francisco, there are probably a good 10, 12 flights a day heading into Asia, whether you're make, uh, heading to the destination of where that flight's going or making those connections, it's easy to do so. So it's just, I think over time with technology, with frequency, with, with all those different things, it's just making it easier for us to get to so many different destinations. But South Pacific is huge. Asia is still running strong. Of course, Cancun, Puerto Verde, those always run, you know, they, yep. they always run busy at, at, at all times. You know, I know I've asked you about this before, but I mean, how much work, let me ask it this way, how much work are you people prepared to do for me? If I, for example, want to I've dreamt uh, my bucket list dream trip is Europe for 21 days. Um, go. Mm -hmm. Do you know what I mean? I don't know where to stay. I don't know how I'm getting from place to place. Will a travel agent put all of that together? Absolutely. But you got to make sure you're linked up with the right travel agent for it. So all our agents specialize in different types of things. So I have a few of the, a few of the uh, agents in my office that are so good at what's called FIT travel, which is fully independent. And they will do all your airfare, every single transfer you need, one or two night stays in all sorts of different hotels and all different um, cities or towns or wherever it happens to be. They'll do all the rail passes. They'll do all local tours. You want a booking walking tour so that it's there on day three when I get there, we do it. And we, we put that entire thing together from start to finish if you're wanting to be that specific. Where you always have to be careful is, if you get to an area and you have pre-booked every single thing, if you get to somewhere and you want to stay longer, well, if you have a whole bunch of reservations that you have, then th that needs to be changed, right? But can it be done? Absolutely. But you have to sit with the right person who, who knows that stuff. And does it cost me money to use a travel agent? Yeah. yeah. So what the, there there's, there's a choice of how people want to do business. And I think I've used this... Uh, this analogy before, and I always shop at uh, Mark's Work Warehouse, and they always <laughs> say, "Hey, if you can pay thirty-five dollars to go be, you know, teamed up with this person, they'll go find the sizes and tell you what's good and what's not good." I would totally pay it. No different than travel counselors, and that the 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 fees that are that are put in for our counselors is not just a money grab. That money actually goes back into the counselors' training to send them to that next destination, so that they know 
these places inside out and backwards and that's what it's all about and from times if you if for anybody who's who's uh, going to go online and start booking a 21-day a trip of Europe and every single hotel and every rail pass, I can tell you, you're going to spend hours upon hours upon hours. Roland, I've together. given up on it. Yeah. I've, I've tried a couple of times, and I'm pretty competent, yeah. but I've given up. The systems that we have and we have access to blow any website away easily. So, Well, part of the problem is not knowing what question to ask. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, or or trusting reviews of a hotel that I don't know that the hotel's not putting those reviews up. Yeah. I, I will tell you this. The first cruise I ever booked 20 years ago or 15 years ago was booked through AMA. And we got the whole package together. We discussed everything, the itinerary, the excursions, uh, what the additional cost would be on the ship. Everything was covered. Uh, and then the lady, I, I wish I could remember her name now. She's probably a vice president over there now. But <laughs> uh, And she, as we got up and shook hands, she said, oh, and bring a big coffee cup. And I said, why is that? Because their cups are really small. Like, if you like coffee in the morning, bring your own travel mug. Absolutely. And we did. And it was one of those things where you're like, well, thank God that woman mentioned the coffee cup. <laughs> Otherwise, you'd have to get up off your chair and we'll get You've coffee. You've got to keep going times. to the coffee station yeah. way at the other end of the ship to <laughs> fill up your little shot glass of coffee. Roland Van Muren, always a pleasure to have you in studio. Today was your day off. I didn't mention that on air, but you agreed to come in anyways. So thank you for this. I always oh. love doing it. Oh, I was going to say, you guys won't be back anytime. I will be here. Not a problem. All right. The other thing I want to do is I think the three of us we should go on a trip together. Sounds good to me. I'm thinking Vegas. You Roland think style. You think your group to Jamaica's getting big? The three of us? We could get a serious big We could, we actually. Could. I think That's so. a great idea. Yeah. You pick the destination. I'll talk to Sid about it. Done. All right. We'll take a break for uh, news headlines uh, when we come back i want to talk about uh, canada post the 6 30 chad afternoon news with jaylen nye and andrew gross weekdays at 2 on 6 30 chad